Okay guys, welcome back to State of Us. We took a hiatus at the end of October just to get some rest. We were, Laura and I both had moved. Um, Tiara started a new job, I got a promotion. So just a lot was going on. We just needed some time to rest and get acclimated to what was new in our lives. But we were able to celebrate Lauren's birthday in Hawaii, hey. which was very, very fun. Um, but we were excited to jump right back in this year on some new content we are taking the podcast in a different direction however we're wanting to focus on relationships in terms of relationships with others ourselves our career and how to better ourselves till we are the best versions of ourselves and show up for ourselves and others there's a lot of ourselves that i use there sorry but um that is where we're taking the podcast and we're excited to have you guys along on this journey but i will start with a question what is a habit a bad habit that you are wanting to leave in 2021 well my bad habit is i make routines and i just don't stick to them (laughs) so a habit would be to actually stick to my routines and not just make them (laughs) so i'm halfway there halfway not all the way um, I guess it's kind of in the same realm of things, but just actually sticking, like if I say I'm going to do something, I actually just go with it and not just kind of start it and not finish it. So that is something I need to, to do better with. So, so. completing, completing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah completing. About, about the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine's in the same vein, but imposter syndrome, I'm not going to allow mm. it to um, dictate everything i do and allow it to like completely ruin my self-esteem so i'm not gonna play small anymore with myself so that is a bad habit i want to leave so i can continue to grow as an individual yeah imposter syndrome is real yeah it is it is real real. and i I feel like it affects both men and women but how Mm -hmm. it manifests is different yeah and it also depends on the individual But if you have any idea of what we're talking about, we're starting off this year um, discussing goals, changes, etc. that we would like to implement into 2022. But I think we do have pop culture. So, Tiara. Oh, we, we need Lauren's random question. Oh, yeah. We do. Oh, girl. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so what's something you'd like to accomplish this year that others might think is not possible to accomplish? I've always said I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 25. That's in August. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, um, you still have time. We'll see what happens. You still have I time. Guess, I guess that would be the goal. <laughs> um, I would like to start and finish an album this year. <laughs> Ooh, yes, yes. I would really like to do that. Um, so, I'm, I'm scared. I'm nervous, but... I'm excited. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like just, just Nike. It. Right. Just do it. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, a goal that I have this year. Mine is to this is something. Mine is to put on twelve pounds of muscle. Like I've just been wanting to put on weight and so like staying consistent and going in the gym. Okay. Uh, that's a goal of mine. No, that's good. And that if you know me, you goal. know like getting weight's not the easiest thing for me. So gaining weight is not easy for you? Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. If I do it, it goes like straight to my chest, and um, I don't care for that. Mm-hmm. I want it to like <laughs> even even out. <laughs> I want it to even out. I don't yeah. want to be top at me. Wow, that's amazing. I have my roommate. His boyfriend is super skinny, and he has like he wants to gain weight. But he has so much trouble gaining weight, and I'm like, look, we can we can switch <laughs> for real, because for real, <laughs> for real. But that's good because I know doing muscle is. I feel like it's similar to like someone that has trouble losing weight. Losing weight is gaining muscle because gaining muscle is like it's a lot of work. That's like a very intentional thing. You it have is. to be intentional with that. And it's uh, like like losing weight is a very intentional. Gaining mm-hmm. weight is also very intentional. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a reverse. It's like yep. instead of curbing your appetite, it's more so like increasing what you eat. And so mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like this week I'm like oh my gosh I don't want to eat again. And but so I'm like I know I have to eat again and like make mm-hmm. sure I have enough protein and enough fat and like not a ton of carbs but have enough carbs. But like 
You sound just like my roommate's boyfriend. Just, just like it's him. just spirit. <laughs> just like it's the same, the same conversation. I actually like I struggled <laughs> going to the gym because my sister stole my damn headphones, Mm-mm. and I had just gotten back last weekend. So for like January, I, I cannot work out without music. You could have went to the store and got some new no, headphones. No, they were Beats, and so I was oh, like, I'm not buying yeah, you can't new pair of Beats. Mm-hmm. Like I'm right. no, I'm like, no, ma'am. <laughs> I'm getting my Beats right the heck back. So I've been able to work out and like run this week, but. I think, like, something I just want is to, like, get my workout routine solid. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. my mental health is so much better. Like, I'm not as down on myself when I'm working out. Mm-hmm. Do you still work out in the mornings? I am not. I cannot I cannot work out in the mornings. I finally concluded that, like, I can mm-hmm. wake up and, like, go on a walk or stretch or a jog. Oh, but, like, but not weightlifting, like... I cannot do that in the morning. Mm-hmm. My body is not up enough for that. <laughs> so that's, like, an afternoon. That's an afternoon and evening thing. I love doing it in the evening. People are like, well, you're tired. I'm like, I feel like, you know, when you work out, it depends on your body. Everybody's mm, very different. Right. Like, right. it helps me to stress from work. So do you like doing that? Or no? I have not done a ton of, like, heavy weightlifting. I do want to, but I feel like I would need somebody to... I would need a trainer, so I'm like debating on getting a gym membership and canceling my Hulu and Netflix, <laughs> so I can pay for my gym membership. Oh, I love deadlifting. When I did powerlifting, that was my favorite um, event. So I want to see if I can still lift 270. I think that's where I left off. Ooh. <laughs> so I have friends who can like they'll they'll do their I don't know what's called um they'll. They can like as girls, they can like weightlift about two hundred pounds. And I'm like, that's my my goal is just to be it's able to fun. do like one sixty. Oh, wow. like that's my goal at the end of the year is to be able to do one sixty. Just work your way up. Like, don't even add any weight. Don't just start with the bar because the bar is like forty five pounds just right. itself. So you can start by doing the uh, increments, and then there are different like um, I think is it foot placements. It's like conventional, which is I think like. If you like your feet like close together, I like my feet close together. Okay, so yeah, you would do like more of a conventional. And then I forgot what the other technique is, but it's like it's like just like, a wider stance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and I just I just want to like get familiar with gym equipment a little bit better than I am. So that means I have to go to the gym. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, working out is something I enjoy. I wish I enjoyed that. <laughs> So do we want to move into the pop culture? Oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. We, do we want the good news, the the okay news, or the bad news? Let's first? start with the good news. Let's the okay news. The okay news. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rihanna is pregnant, actually pregnant. I'm sorry to all those Rihanna fans that were expecting an album. You, you're never going to get it. Mm-mm. You're never going to get it. So it's been six years. <laughs> yeah, that album. <laughs> Enjoy all the ones she's already made. Exactly. <laughs> if I was a, a billionaire, I wouldn't do nothing else with music at all. So I don't blame her. Congratulations to Rihanna and her baby. And ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> See, people were confused. Like for me, like I don't care if she has a baby with ASAP Rocky. Like if she's happy, she's happy, right? Right. And if he's happy, he's happy, and they're building a unit together. I just don't like that photo shoot. And I just like, I really don't like that photo shoot. Because it's giving New York, because like he's from New York, but she's also like the, um, the piece she had on her stomach looked like it was like a nod to Carnival, like Carnival. And I'm yeah. just like, why not do two separate shoots completely? Maybe they are. Cute. And maybe they are, but it just looked very odd. I was talking to one of my coworkers, but he's like, it's, he's like, it's not giving. It's, it's just, it's literally not giving. And I just, I didn't like it. I was just like telling Tia, I was like, they could have done this in a different way. Like, mm-hmm. I'm happy she's pregnant. She seems happy. I feel like she, sh- like, she feels like she's chosen the right person to have a child with. Because I know she's talked about, she's not having a child until so she's right, found the right person. Yeah. So mm-hmm. clearly she feels like she's found the right person. And I wish her the best of luck in motherhood and him the best of luck in fatherhood. But I don't like that pregnancy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I don't really... I was really indifferent about the photo shoot. I felt like maybe it was just like a spur of the moment and they just decided to capture it or whatever. But they seemed to really enjoy the photo. So look... It's they're, they're having a baby. Of course, it looks like they enjoy the photos. <laughs> it's just, and I'm not trying to say like they need to do something super expensive. It just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to me. It it does not make sense. Rihanna's aesthetic would not be. I'm going to have my pregnancy photo shoot in New York. Just <laughs> I would think it would be where she's from on an island on a mm-hmm. yacht on a 
It's just not New York like that, though. <laughs> so I get I get what you mean, Alana. I how like, it's it could it could be cute in New York. It's just I think it's the outfit that was throwing me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like I expected something softer, and more ethereal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's coming. Maybe I hope it's coming. <laughs> Hopefully, there's a, a photo shoot part two. But maybe it has something more intimate. That yeah, maybe it's just more private. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's. I mean, I'm happy for them. I hope they have a cute baby girl or boy. Speaking baby. of babies and children, <laughs> uh, I hope this is the last time we have to address this man about having all these kids, but Nick Cannon is on his eighth child. He's just shooting him out for real. <laughs> and lost his son, what, Yeah, months ago? It, it, it hadn't even been like a while for him mm-hmm. to just... I mean, I know he said that by the time he found out his most recent though the mother of the child was pregnant, he already was celibate. But it's that's not the point. The point is you can't just be out here making reckless decisions. He didn't already did it. But <laughs> a lot of people blame it him, but you have to think about the women who are choosing to have Both, the kids. Everybody is just it's like what is, I don't know what he's saying to these women or what the, what they're discussing, but I in no way would if you already told me you have five other baby mamas, why am I gonna be number six? Why am I gonna I just wanna understand the logic of women. And I don't know if it's just a money thing, a status thing. But, but as he has more kids, child support decreases. Yeah, it does child. decrease. And the it thing does? Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I does. did not know that. Wow. Because the more kids you have, the more you have. It's kind of happening. But you live. can't leave a man completely broke either. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the less you got. <laughs> That's why Future's baby mama, the last one, Elizabeth, she has the lowest amount. Because oh, she's wow. one of the later ones. Yeah. I did not know that. That's insane. People need to stop using having kids as a check. Yeah, kids are not checks. They're if, not. if if that's why these women are having kids with Nick Cannon, they need to cut it out because kids are not a meal ticket for you. Your child is going to reap the the traumatic. What is it? What's the word I'm looking for? There, it's going to be some kind of traumatic. I feel like. I just feel like if you if you're you're like I'm going to have a kid purely to get money out of this man, mm-hmm. then you're not going to care for that child in the way of someone that genuinely actually wanted a kid. Mm-hmm. So I'm. Stop doing harm to that child that did not ask for that and did not ask to be yes. here. <laughs> yes. Stop being so selfish. Make your own money. Do your own business. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other ways to make money than just having kids and relying on a man to pay for you. I also think we have to have a conversation because people are trying to justify Nick having these kids by saying, well, he has money, therefore he's a good father, and money does not make a parent. Thank you. Makes a parent. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it is part of being a responsible adult and having children, yes, but it's not the sole factor that determines that you're a good parent. And it's just interesting because you see a lot of men excusing this, but then you also see men saying, no, this is wrong. Like, he has like five different baby mamas in multiple states mm-hmm. and eight kids oh gosh, total. Yes. And I'm like, there's no way he can see all those because they're like, well, he can get on a flight. I'm like, Nick mm-hmm. works. Nick Nicholas works. Nick has a job. Mm, right. He has a podcast as well. So like, I'm not understanding where y'all think he has the time to hop from state to state to mm-hmm. house to house to see these kids on a weekly he, basis. Even if he does all that, you're still not giving that kid an adequate like amount. Because most of us fit mm-hmm. traveling and you're working. So exactly. it's like, even if they were in the same household and was one woman, eight kids is too many. It is. Eight kids is too many. Because children need individual attention from each parent. And eight kids, is you cannot tell me it's possible. Remember a lady in one of the comments was saying her mom was like the last of seven? She says, my mom has attachment issues because of that. Because she never got the attention she needed. And I was like, yeah, you cannot have that many kids. I don't care how they're spread out or who they're with. It's just way too many kids. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's impossible to give each child the attention they need. And a child just does not only need attention from one parent. That child does need attention from both. So what these children are young but what happens when your children are 16 and both of them have the mm-hmm. proms on the same day are you going to pick and choose which prom you're going to go to which graduation you're going to go to mm-hmm. high school college like <laughs> you're not thinking people are not thinking of the no, long-term you're effects thinking about you're that. thinking of the short terms but you're not thinking of the, how it's going to affect that kid long term mm-hmm. mentally emotionally because as a child yeah, it's cool to have all the materialistic items and all that, but what's gonna really, what you're gonna really remember and really value, is your parents spending time with you. That emotional and 
that quality time that they're going to be spending yeah. with you. You know, not all the designers. Like, you, you've heard a lot of kids and seen a lot of kids who are just messed up. They mm-hmm. had the money, but their parents were never there. Yeah. yeah, I had a friend who worked in Dallas, and she did, like, math tutoring. But, like, it was for kids. Basically, the the place was for kids who'd been kicked out of school because of, like, mm-hmm. drug abuse, variety of different stuff. And she said almost all those kids had done some form of hard drug. Were suffering from um, eating disorders. Or were just lashing out and being crazy. And pretty much all of them came from money because of the area she worked in. Yeah. And she was like, it consistently was like, mom or dad just didn't have quote unquote time. Dad was always working. Mom didn't care. And she said, you know, it just shows that money doesn't solve parent. It's not a placeholder for being a parent. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. No, it's not. <laughs> exactly. Because when that kid grow- grows up, they're not going to be like... Yeah, my parents had a lot of money and we went on all, all these vacations. They're, what's going to be more impactful is my parents loved me. Yeah. Actually, genuinely loved me, spent time with me, came to all my sporting events, came to um, all my graduations. Like, that's the stuff kids remember. Yes. They don't They don't care that they get driven to school in a Range Rover. <laughs> they don't right. care about that. Adults care about that, but kids, they don't care about that. Yes. And if you don't have the time to be a parent, you don't need to have kids. Just don't. Literally, that's the answer. <laughs> if you don't have the time to be a parent, if you don't want to be a parent, just don't have kids. It's really that simple. It if you is. want to be selfish, don't have children. It's fine to be selfish, but don't include somebody else in your selfishness. Mm-hmm. So, but in a nutshell, yeah. <laughs> Nick Cannon, future um, NBA young boy, boy all of them, <laughs> all of them. We need a therapist. Um, <laughs> At least Nick has a therapist. At least he's starting somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it should have taken eight kids for you to realize he had a problem. Yes, that's the problem too. Because like in twenty twenty one and like twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty two, Nick's had three different pregnancy announcements yeah. with three different women. That's a lot. It is. It is. Ooh, birth control should be placed on men, but we can get into that in another episode, another day. <laughs> <laughs> But we did, okay, for the new year, we went over to Alana's and we all made vision boards. And our vision boards will be up on our Instagram. So if you want to check out our vision boards, you can go to our Instagram for that. What's our Instagram? State of Us Pod. We still need to change our Instagram, but that's what it is for now. <laughs> yeah, and we'll attach it um, when we upload it in the bio. That way yes. you can see in where it is and you can find it. Yeah, so. it's state of us underscore pod. And so today we're just talking about what our intentions are for this year, things we want to maybe accomplish, things we have set up to do already for the year. So, I guess we can like choose three or four and talk through them. Yeah, I know we have our. What are you doing for your 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 money challenge? My money challenge. Mm-hmm. I don't go out to eat a lot, so that's not a problem. <laughs> I think my thing is like, why is that with like coffee and tea? Like only going out once a week and getting it, and then I want to save. I'm trying to do like the fifty thirty twenty rule. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to start this month. But that's my money challenge to make sure that I save more than I spend, which I don't think I've ever been a habit of spending more than I save. Mm -hmm. That's a good habit. Mine is a little similar. Just, I want my, I want to save like $5,000 this year. Mm -hmm. Like just in in this year, save that amount of money because I've never saved that amount of money before. And I also want to develop a better budget. So that that's my, my little financial, my, my personal savings goal this year. <laughs> Lauren has an opposite goal because Lauren already doesn't spend any money at all on nothing. <laughs> I mean, I do spend money on food, but <laughs> which that's is a necessity. <laughs> but I, I am trying to work on investing because i think i've gotten to the point where okay yes i'm saving it but i'm not gonna really be making anything if it's just in the bank account Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to give myself healthier financial boundaries and also try to figure out ways to invest more so i can make more money (laughs) so 
Because you have your, you're doing your jar. Yeah, I do have like a little um, Mason jar. jar. Yeah, with some coins in it. And I have another jar where I'm just, it's kind of just like a solo dating jar. But I've also just wanted to add financial things that I want to get that aren't really necessity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of what I've been working on. I have started by investing in a few stocks here and there. I need to do that too. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much what I'm trying to do for my um, financial challenge this year. See, the investing is not the problem for me because I actually like looking at stocks and the market and the charts and all that stuff. So <laughs> that is pretty cool. But so Alana, you're going to my brain just went blank <laughs> completely, completely blank okay so lauren you're gonna work on being like just spending money on things that you don't necessarily need but that will bring you joy and happiness so like because then you say you want to get like an xbox or yeah a PlayStation or i've something. been thinking so like, about yeah, it yeah like things like that if I get that, it's going to go right back in that drawer, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it, y'all. I wrote it down. So I'm starting somewhere. And mine is just, I really want to, um, I just want to have a better budget and savings. Yeah. Because I know what my goals are a year from now, two years from now, five years from now. And so yes. I just want to yes. make sure I'm actually hitting that as consistently as possible. That too. Because I was just thinking, I'm like, I don't. I, I'm going to stay in my apartment for one more year, but after that year, I want to move into a home, a townhouse, a something. See, not, a Dorian, not like, another apartment. At 28, I'm gonna probably move into a townhome. Yeah, yeah. So, I feel that making sure, kind of setting yourself up to accomplish those goals later on down the road. But I have, oh, we have some trips planned this year. Yes, we do. <laughs> I have three trips planned. I'm going to Las Vegas with my cousin for her birthday. I'm going to San Francisco with uh, my friend, his boyfriend, Lauren. And then we're taking our Seattle girls trip to... Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> yes, Seattle to Seattle. So <laughs> I'll actually make it to Seattle this time. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're trying to do that in August. Um, the mm -hmm. three of us and one of our other friends. So. But yeah. Yeah, August is my birthday, so we're gonna do it the week of my birthday, which is very exciting. So I'm basically going to Seattle for my birthday. So that'll be really fun. <laughs> I think I'm going I'm going home next home. I'm going to go visit my family next month and then I'm going to visit again, hopefully for my cousin's graduation in June. And then we're planning my sister and mom and I are planning a trip to Boston in October and then obviously our trip to Seattle. But I think that's it this year. Um Yeah, I think that's it. But obviously budgeting towards that and allocating money, but I'm excited. I'm excited for Boston a lot and in Seattle. What are you going to do in Boston? I know Boston is like one. I only want to go to Boston for food reasons. But <laughs> yeah, I just seafood and Italian food. Yes, My uncle's yes. from Massachusetts. And so I'm not from. He's he's lived in Massachusetts for like several years, mm -hmm. like decades. And so obviously some recommendations from him. But I just want we wanted to go someplace else that was we've never really spent a ton of time on that side of the country pass like virginia so. yeah that's cool it's gonna be nice that is. what trips are you going on Lauren? the seattle and san francisco trip are you excited no i <laughs> you said that real dry <laughs> i am excited y'all i am excited i know i did sound kind of <laughs> Like, I guess I'm going. I'm no, I'm. Going. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I already talked about them, but no, I'm going on those trips this year. And then, um, believe it or not, I actually am not a drinker, but I like collecting shot glasses. So I'm really excited to um, 
get some new uh, shot glasses in my cabinet. You're going to have a San Francisco so, one, a Seattle one. Mm -hmm. So that'll be cool. Yep, and I already have a Hawaii one. My dad stole my other one that I have yet to get back. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, those are the trips I'm going on this year. And I'm not sure if I'm going to do a solo trip. We'll see. I push my solo trip to next year. Same. Because of just everything that's happening. Like, we're still in a pandemic, unbeknownst to everyone else in the world. And just... All these other trips kind of just came, so I was like, yeah, I'm just going to push my solo trip to next year. Plus, I want enough space between my trips, so I don't look like I'm leaving work yes. every other month. Oh, I don't care about that, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about that, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm going on enough trips this year. Three, three is enough. I guess I'll just count my trip to North Carolina and the trip for my cousin's graduation as just one. Because it's still the same place. <laughs> so... I don't know what we're going to do for his graduation. I'm interested. We'll see. It'll be a nice surprise. Yeah. All right, so we're traveling this year. We're saving money this year. Um, I know it doesn't sound like you can do that, but you, you can. can. You, you actually can. Yes, you, you can, can save money. It depends on your day-to-day -day habits. <laughs> yeah, habits. I know those two. You wouldn't expect those to be in the same sentence, but it is possible to do that. Very, very possible. Um... I, me and Alana, we were talking like last week, couple weeks ago, and I was saying how I'm like, I don't want to use our word mean. I feel like that's too aggressive of a word, but You're blunt? <laughs> I need to oh. No, Okay. I like the word blunt. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't see blunt as a negative word. That's what I was saying. Maybe you want to But use I'm going to, to practice grace towards myself and others this year. Oh yeah, because I've I've been practicing it a little bit. I went to a restaurant um, a couple weeks ago, and when I ordered, the guy brought me like my soup that I ordered and like my appetizer, but he never brought me my food. Now the old me would have caused a scene in the restaurant, but I just chose to not yell at this man. <laughs> <laughs> and I I went home that day and I was like, you know, I'm proud of myself because I didn't yell at anybody today. So I'm on the right track for that. Um, is there any any habit you're going to practice that's like... We know what but Lauren, you're not mean to people. That, no, but, that <laughs> but that's a boundary, though. It's like you're like, I'm not going to be a certain way. Yes, yes, yes. Lauren's boundary is saying no. <laughs> we are on the opposite spectrum, as you can tell from this episode and previous episodes. But, but yes, and that is something I need to, to do better with, of saying no and not being no. so afraid of hurting people's feelings. No is a complete sentence. And people are just going to feel how they feel. Yeah. So, if that's how they chose to react, that was their choice. Yes, I I, I told myself I've been working on it. I, I I feel like I started off good, and then I just kind of went back into my old habit. So, <laughs> um, I still have a lot of work to do in that department, <laughs> but I'm working on it slowly but surely. <laughs> I think mine. Hmm. Oh, you don't seem like you're mean to people either. <laughs> I feel like mine is just saying what I need to say without mm -hmm. that. No. If that makes sense, sorry. Oh, the the the, yes. the qualifiers that um, are common for women. Um, I just need to say what I need to say. Like mm -hmm. I need to say it respectfully and with you know concern for that other person's ability to receive it. But it's not my job to make sure that you aren't. It's not my job to make sure people aren't hurt all the time. It's not my job to make sure that I I cannot deny what I'm trying to say while also trying to coddle you. So mm -hmm. I can't prioritize coddling you over always trying to um, suppress what it is I'm trying to say. If that makes... Okay, no. I get what you're <laughs> yeah, saying. You get what I'm saying. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I need to be able to say what I need to say without always having to be like... Concerned if it's gonna people are going to take it the wrong way. Right. That's my issue. No, that's good. That's good. 
That's a good thing to work on. Because I, I notice, even at work, I notice, it's been a long time since I've worked, like, a corporate job. So, if someone asks for, like, um, help or something, they'll be like, hey, guys, sorry to bother you. Sorry to this. And I'm just like, you don't have to say sorry. Just ask your question. Like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I get that. And, I, I'm, and I'm glad you're, like working on that because two of my co-workers have told me like yeah. over the last few months they're like i need you to stop saying sorry yeah. especially for stuff like that's not your fault yeah. and stuff that's out of your control and you're trying to resolve it like that's not your fault like nine times out of ten nothing's very very rarely something is my fault and it's more so the client or somebody has not communicated something clearly yeah or has changed something or the legal department whatever um but I always feel bad having somebody go back and redo something or having to do this or that because I'm just like, man, I wish I, you know, I just don't like wasting people's time. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I'm wasting your time because I'm relaying information for somebody else. Girl, that's not your fault because <laughs> right. you had to do something because somebody else knew what they were supposed to do. But I get it. It's like annoying because if one person doesn't do it, it makes everybody look bad. And it's just, yeah, mm-hmm. it's very annoying. <sighs> Well, also this year, I um, I, I I hope I found a therapist. I have an appointment next week on Valentine's Day. So that's what I'll be doing on Monday after work is going to therapy. Hopefully I'll like this therapist. My last therapist, she was a nice starter therapist, but... I I would prefer a woman of color to go to therapy too. No offense to my therapist, (laughs) (laughs) but that would be needed for me in my life. So we'll see how my therapy journey goes this year. Well, I hope it goes well and it's what you're looking for. And I I don't know if you, because I know we've talked quite a bit about it, but I don't know Mm -hmm. if you actually told her how you felt, but... If I, I, if, my life. I still, you guys, I still haven't broke up with my last therapist. I need to do that, but. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would like cry having to break up with my therapist. Cry, girl, not cry. They're not going to take it hard because they, this is part of the business. You yeah. keep clients, you lose clients. Like they yeah. understand how it is. I told them, I, I, I broke up with my therapist for a lot of different reasons, <laughs> but um <laughs> I literally just sent her a message and said, hey, you know, this is going to be my last session. <laughs> and she just asked, okay, you know, she asked, did you feel as if you didn't really get anything out of it? Or do you feel like you was at a point where you got what you needed? And really it was both. But once again, this is kind of what Alana was saying. Just saying what needs to be said. I just kind of brushed it off and I was like, yeah, I got what I needed. And we just said, okay, and we just haven't talked anymore. So that's how I ended it <laughs> with mine. Um, if you're trying to figure out how to end it. But just be honest and direct because if you're paying for that session, so if you feel like you're not getting what you need out of that, you have to let them know because they're not mind, therapists are not mind readers. So you do have to communicate, hey, I just feel like I'm not being, I'm not receiving the information that I need or I feel like I'm just really stagnant right now and we're not really progressing. So you do have to make that known to your therapist so you can try to figure out another resolution or another Tact, not tactic, but another technique on how to get your needs met and whatever it is. So, well, my needs were not being met because I just felt like she didn't really understand that I go through the problems may sound the same as other people, but just being a woman of color, you just go through life differently, mm-hmm. and I don't think she can she can see things from my point of view and truly understand and give me the advice that I need to hear. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. That's the nice way of saying, um, no offense to white ladies, but I don't want my therapist to be another white lady. (laughs) That is all. No, I get it. Like, I I understand. Like, I I did have a a white therapist as well. And I think she was, what Tia was saying, is a good starting point just Mm -hmm. for me to figure out, okay, how does this therapy work? How, what what is it that I'm truly needing? I feel like when I went, and from the time I went and the time I left, I did see a lot of drastic improvements. But I will say, 
part of therapy is also you putting in that work. It's not just a therapist throwing advice and you just going home and not mm-hmm. doing anything. You, if you're not ready to do the work by yourself, I would not suggest to go to therapy at that time because you're just going to be wasting your money. <laughs> but I will say when I went, I, I, I like I said, I, minus the few situations that happened, I did like my therapist. I just felt like I wasn't getting anything beyond that strong woman label the you're very resilient mm-hmm. label and mm-hmm. yes i know mm-hmm. i'm resilient i know i'm strong we talked about that before. we have okay. we have but i i needed something i need to be challenged more i feel like i wasn't challenged everything that i was saying she was just agreeing but the thing is like i feel like sorry i don't want to hijack your conversation no don't say sorry um, <laughs> it's fine sorry um Black, like, strong and resilient are two words I do not want to hear to describe. Like, I've tried to explain this to somebody before. Like, they, those cannot be the only adjectives you use when we bring up what do you like about black women. Yeah, if, mm-hmm. Then you were talking about my ability to take on things, to push myself beyond my mm-hmm. cap- capacity, emotional, mental. And no, like, no. Like, why is it that we always encourage women, black women to be strong, but we never encourage them to be soft and to be supple and to be able to be vulnerable we're always saying oh but you just keep pushing like she going through hell but you say oh you're strong you can get through hell instead of you actually offering help yeah. like i don't understand this obsession and i know it ultimately boils down to the fact that black women were seen as black people were seen as not human therefore mm-hmm. we had no feelings therefore black women were seen as disposable sexual and just you know we could take on more strength because we weren't quite human we weren't quite feminine enough yeah and that's where it honestly stems from and it seeps its way into therapy and it seeps its way into healthcare. and so yeah no you call me a strong black woman i immediately am packing up <laughs> i'm going to end this session right now i Goodbye. mean <laughs> like she- i see what i do now if you hear that tiktok noise immediately and then the yes. other one that's like I say, do not worry about me. Do yes. not worry about me. Like, that's really what Literally it is. Not. Don't worry about me. I ain't coming back up in here because I don't mm-hmm. have the ability. Because sometimes I feel myself about to cry. And this has been like the last year, year and a half. And I'll like cry for like two minutes. And I tell myself to like suck it up and like keep moving. But like, I feel like that's needed at some times. But mm-hmm. it's not like you can't as a woman. It's not their whole life. My whole yeah. life, I'm just strong, resilient, and that's it. That sounds so awful. It does. <laughs> that sounds awful. But, sorry, Lauren, but no, yeah, okay. no, I don't, I, I really do not like the word strong and resilient because no other race of people use that to describe their woman. Mm-hmm. That's not the first adjective that pops mm-hmm. into people's mind. It wasn't like it started, it, it didn't start off that way, but it ended that way. And it's just like, it, I get it sometimes you just don't know what else to say to a person, but. That's there are a lot of other things lady to say. Went to get her piece of paper, her degree, so she knows what to say to you. <laughs> That's I mean, my look, thing. <laughs> it's like if you don't know what to say to me, then goodbye. Like I'm just gonna find somebody else. Like I didn't need a pat on the back. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can give myself that. Mm-hmm. I've given myself that, but I just I needed to see things from a different perspective, and I felt like I was just kind of my own therapist at this point. I was just going because I'm like, look, yeah. I can afford it. And I'm, I'm just putting money in somebody else's pocket. But I just, it just came to, to a point like, okay, I'm just, I'm not benefiting from this anymore. And I know I've kind of grown out of this session. I've grown out of this therapist. And like, she did help. I don't want to discredit and say she, I didn't benefit at all from it. Like I did, but I just, I just need to be pushed more. I need to be challenged. And I, I really do. And I, I know we've talked about like, um, women, like, in the past and just older black women but i do really value the mentorship with older black women because they've been where i'm at and they can understand me from a better perspective yeah. and the, we click a lot better so i'm not saying i don't click with other women because i've been around a lot of amazing women in my life but i just think at this time in my life i do need if not a black woman then at least a person of color yeah you know so see i have to agree to an extent with older black women i feel like older black women carry forms mm-hmm. of misogyny within how they behave um and i also feel like they also still carry that whole you're strong thing yeah. and they and they carry it as like a title like it's something they fought for yeah and it's very interesting because i do agree like i can relate more to an older black woman but at the same time mm-hmm. our 
thoughts and our where we were raised and the generations we were raised in are so drastically different mm-hmm. that I'm just like I can relate to you to a point. Yeah. And um I don't know. And that too, like you you and when I say that like like I do agree with what you're saying, but I just it, it does come down to that individual. Too. Right. Because every woman, you right, is not going to be able to understand. You're only going to be able to understand to a certain extent. But I've been very blessed to have women who I don't want. I'm not going to say hasn't carried that. Cause I'm sure they have in some form. But at least around me, they try to get me to see things from a different perspective. So yeah. I do appreciate that. Got you. Well, I guess for therapy for me, I'm still looking for a therapist. I started this year looking for one. So I'm still looking for one. Um, hopefully I can start therapy in the next few months. Um, yeah. But I I'll send you, I'll send you like a number. Um, Devin sent it to me. I thought it was like the direct number to the office, but it's like, um, like a company that will find like a therapist for you in your area. Mm-hmm. So you just tell them like what you're looking for and then they'll find someone for you. Gotcha. So that's what I did. Why do you feel nervous? I'm just nervous. I don't, I've only done therapy once, and like mm-hmm. I'm just nervous to like restart because I just. Gotcha. I'm not. I'm not beholden to having a Christian therapist. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the pros and cons of having a Christian therapist, the pros and cons of having a, like a secular therapist. Like I just, I just want to have somebody who is going to push me and to challenge me, but also is going to allow me to be vulnerable. Um, I just. I know, I'm just nervous of, like, giving myself to somebody in that way. I yeah. yeah. And that, too, like, it, you you always have the right to leave if you feel like that therapist right. is not meeting your goals or your standards. So, but looking for a therapist is, like, half the battle because <laughs> it really is looking like a job. <laughs> it, it does take a lot of energy to finding a good therapist. And I would suggest to do, like, a consultation just to see, get a feel for that person. If you're somebody who likes to do video chats or in person, a lot of more therapists are willing to do, to work with you on that too, so. Yeah, yeah therapy, I will, I will say therapy seems more accessible because you can do it over the computer, you can go in and do it. So, and I would suggest just doing your consultation over like the computer, so. Because if you don't like it, then you're just like, okay, I'll just move on to the next one. <laughs> right. This is your choice, ultimately. But I, I also will say, finding specifically a black woman therapist, I've, I remember I found like a really good one, but it was like 150 an hour. It is expensive. Like, it I'm is just expensive. like... <laughs> I like I. Uh, it's amazing you do great work, but that's a little steep for me. <laughs> you <laughs> At are paying, <laughs> especially every week or every other week. That's mm-hmm. a bill. Every yeah, girl. Because yeah. I I perf- I like to go to therapy maybe two or three times a month. So yeah, that's like a, a car note. <laughs> just uh, going to therapy. Girl, yeah, you, you usually can spend around. Cause I know I spend around three twenty a month. Because mm-hmm. and that's why I had to cut it back. So I would go every week. I'm like, I can't just keep spending three hundred dollars a month on therapy. So I just started going every other week. Oh, true. We have seventeen minutes. Oh. <laughs> so, um. Do you guys have any like personal goals? Like Lauren, I know you said that you wanted to record an album. What's the album gonna be about? Um, I think I just want an album, just expressing how I how I feel as a person and how I've changed over the mm-hmm. last years. I know that's really kind of like complex, but I think I just wanted this album to just voice who I am as a person and how you've evolved. Yeah, and how I've evolved and and just you know how things have been. So I. I think that's just kind of what I want this album to be, just kind of like an introduction to, as to who I am and just to show myself because I've always loved music. I've always wrote, I've wrote songs as far back as like middle school. So I, this is not anything new to me, but I think it's just really interesting to see how far I've come with music and how much music has been very like therapeutic to me. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of just want to like get my feelings out more so with like, songs i mean everybody's doing music nowadays anyway so why not it doesn't mean it's all good so <laughs> oh, yeah these, a lot of this music is trash that's a good point so i do want to just put out like a good 
just genuine album, not just a trash album about smashing people. And just, I have a whole bunch of money that and I'm drugs, throwing in. Drugs, right, money, yeah, I'm costs. tired of the typical <laughs> music scene. So I, I just want to have like a really good album that people can relate to. So I've been waiting to hear this this album for years. So I, I feel like I've just kind of gotten back into like a creative groove yeah. because for the longest I just did not have that energy. I just kind of got tired of music mm-hmm. and singing and stuff. But I feel like I'm kind of starting by just at least one thing I like to do is I'll just pick a song and I'll just kind of write work on my like songwriting skills by just doing like a remix to it. So that's kind of what I've been getting in the the mix of doing again, which I'm really excited about. Because I haven't even posted like a singing video on my Instagram account in so long. Because <laughs> I just got so, I feel like I was just doing it too much. I just got tired of it. So I kind of want to start back up with that again. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about it. And I have a piano that I have not used yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm about to start using it again as well. Music. Well, ultimately this year, I'm just going to enjoy being single enjoy my self-care my therapy just kind of like it's a like <laughs> i love Issa Rae. she was like it's a me kind of year that's that's where i'm at right now <laughs> i guess for me like i'm sort of in the same boat um enjoying just just enjoying existing instead of yes. always having some angle. Yes. Uh, I'm trying not to. I'm trying to be disciplined without being obsessive with an angle because then I feel like I have to be perfect. Um, but two of my goals is to go back to school like this year, um, or to start studying for an exam to go back to school this year. And then I'd been wanting for like <laughs> since graduating um, start a blog. So I have my domain name purchased for my hey. blog- website, and then I have my. Um, <laughs> like outline and everything so i'm gonna work on that some more this afternoon but just like get that off the ground and be like really regular with that but those are my two goals for like personal goals <laughs> y'all don't know how long i've been asking her to write this blog so i can read some new things <laughs> and another one is i want to find a nonprofit i'm passionate for and just like volunteer once a month so that's nice i think i should do that too just to get back to the community but but yeah, um, I know we kind of briefly talked about the the vision boards <laughs> that will be on the the Instagram account. Yeah. But I I do want to work on just changing around change because life changes so quickly and mm-hmm. so often. Sometimes it's just you get really overwhelmed or like just distracted with life. So I I want to focus on not just feeling happy or like feeling joyous, but choosing to be happy because happy is just you just, just you can't leave it at a, at a feeling like you have to choose to kind of go live your life and to be happy so that is something that <clears throat> was on my vision board that I was kind of really intentional about and um just growing as a person and being comfortable with being uncomfortable because I feel like it the more you be and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be comfortable with yourself but I'm saying that Sometimes getting too comfortable with yourself just means you're kind of complacent. So I, I hate when I kind of get to that spot. So I just kind of want to continue just growing and, you know, evolving. So I mean, being uncomfortable is, is how you grow. So yeah. feeling uncomfortable is not a bad thing if you're working on self-growth. Yeah, that's a good point is that the you'll never grow unless you're uncomfy like mm-hmm. you have got to be uncomfortable to some degree mm-hmm. because in that being uncomfortable like in that area where you're not comfortable like either you're gonna grow or you're gonna fail and if you fail you, you can learn that lesson and like continue going um mm-hmm. but we live in a lot of fear um as people as individuals yeah we do <laughs> i can testify to that or attest to that but um yeah just taking risks taking more risks because you just never know what will happen so that's something i need to do too or do more of i should say 
Any any closing remarks? Closing quotes? Closing anything? Don't put yourself in a box. That's my biggest thing. Um, and don't allow how you think others will see you to impact what it is that you're wanting to do. Um, so just don't limit yourself. Be realistic, but also <laughs> yeah. don't... Um, <laughs> Don't don't um, be your own worst enemy. Don't self sabotage. Mine is you'll never regret putting yourself first. Mm, that is good. <laughs> and um, I'm trying to work on not saying um as much, but one thing that I that ties uh, that uh, that ties back into what we already discussed, but. And learning when to say no and when you're at just a full capacity to where you just can't do anything, just learn, just for me personally, just trying to get to a point where sometimes no is just going to have to Saying no be as the a word. complete sentence. No, period. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I'm not there yet, so I'm trying to work my way. So I probably will have an explanation, but hopefully I get to the point <laughs> where <laughs> I don't have to give an explanation, but just not overextending myself to the point where mm -hmm. people are just coming and coming and taking and taking and it's just like okay you're mad because you didn't set any boundaries so yeah that that is something i have to work on is saying no but yeah <laughs> mm, alana you want to wrap it up yeah i can um so thank you guys for listening we're excited to continue on this journey with you guys um and where our podcast is headed if you can, give us a follow at stateofus underscore pod on Instagram. We'll be posting more there uh, for episodes and just general stuff so y'all can get to know us a bit more. I hope you guys have a lovely February. Bye.